victory one sound cool? Wait, is that Pirates of the Caribbean? That is not what we're talking about today at all. Although, I hope they make another movie. But that's not why we're here to talk about it. Nope, we're not here to talk about how Johnny Depp definitely won that defamation lawsuit. Yeah, ooh, what an interesting way to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're actually talking about Skyrim. We're not talking about any of that at all. Skyrim, one of the greatest games in the entire universe. Outside of this universe as well. Probably other I universes, yeah. Even the Nern universe, whatever that is. The, the world of Nern. Nern. Wow, shit, I'm super pumped to talk about This is literally, I've been waiting so long to talk about this subject. This was one of the first ideas we had for our episodes, like, to start it off, you know? Yeah. Then we decided on Adventure Time, but it's been a long time coming for old Scavenger. Oh, that's true, brother. One of the best Elder Scrolls franchises so far. So far. Because okay. we were playing Oblivion last night, and like playing oh, those man. old graphics, I was like, it was good, but man, the <laughs> graphics are rough. How do you do? <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, a murder hobo last yeah, night. We just, yeah, we were drunk. Okay, uh, but anyway, before we get into all that, we're going to talk about our drink, guys. We're here for the happy hour power, people. Yes, man. It's time to try some new drinks. We wanted to venture out a little bit, try something a little simple. Uh, so I was thinking, okay, look, when you're in Skyrim, because we try to make everything cohesively themed with what we're talking about. You yeah, know? we've got real skooma. We're going to get blitzed out of our minds. We're going to get high. Guy. We've got tree sap. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know. So um, in, in each province of Skyrim, there is different drinks uh, locally to that place. Like, you know, you've got the hunting brew mead, you've got uh, Nordic mead. <laughs> you've I'm got, slowly uh, reaching and getting food get... while he's trying to talk right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. And there's like Argonian blood wine, there's like Serline wine and all that stuff. So I was oh, thinking, wait, okay. what about um, the Briar mead wine? Oh, that's true. But <laughs> Briar mead, yeah. So I was thinking, okay, well, you know, we like gin. That we do. That's probably our, our, our go-to liquor. And he just so happened to have some local Tennessee gin from yeah. around. I think it was from Nashville. Didn't we get it in Nashville? Let's take a look. Well, we, I think we did buy it in Nashville, and it is made in Clarksville. Nice. So, so it's yeah. it's a local gin. Yeah, it's not like an obviously world famous, you know, super like oh, aviation. Lied. It was made in Thompson Station. I don't even know where that is. I me neither. Middle of nowhere, Tennessee. The point Basically. is, it's local. It's a dry gin. Tennessee local gin, yeah. And our go-to is usually aviation, but I was thinking, okay, you know what? Let's test this gin. So we're going to straight gin with a little bit of tonic water because we're not that crazy. And we're just going to rate the gin itself. It's specifically called Tennessee Dry Gin. Made in the H. Clark Distillery. So, so that's guys, pretty good. So guys, a real simple one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if 44, you're making it at home, just pour some gin in the glass. alcohol, 88 proof. I think it sounds pretty good. Are you ready? Let's this get this kind gin of it's like skooma, right? It's pretty strong still. Yeah, you ready to get high? Let's clink it. Oh, okay. Hold up now. Yeah, I was kind of worried. I was like, "Ooh, this might be strong," but no. It's pretty smooth. Obviously, with the with the uh, seltzer water, it's a little different. But okay. I'm going to think on that. We're not going to render the verdict till the end, so stick around, folks, for the finale ending of our assessment of Tennessee Dry Gin. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking That's about right. probably one of the most, I would say, like, one of the greatest RPGs of all time, especially, cons like, around its time, when it first came out. It's like the same level as Fable, same oh, yeah. level as other good RPGs, Dragon Age, all that good stuff. Oh, I mean, like, I remember when I was really young, I had the first Xbox, I had Morrowind. And that game, to me, was like a game changer. That was the very first RPG I've ever played. I didn't play any RPG me games too. growing up. I used to I go down them. to the local movie store. I'd go visit my mom every other weekend. Go down to the Family Dollar. Or, not Family Dollar. It was like Hollywood Video. And oh, yeah. get Hollywood Morrowind. Video. rent it for the weekend. Get killed by a worm, like, 30 times in a row. And you'd be like, <laughs> God, that was amazing. I, I love, love dying game. by that worm. I love the random characters. It, it was, was big. Of, like, it was yellow. Or big, it was hairy. And it was pink. And pink. So was Patrick's belly button. No, anyway, sorry. We did that episode last time. We can't go back. 
We're never going back there. It was an Alaskan bowler! <laughs> so Marwin was the first one, and I, I love the, the fact that you can literally do whatever you want. Like, I would go into the first shop after you, you know, get through the opening. Because every Bethesda game, you've got the opening, you know. And you immediately, your first time playing through the game... You sneak into the shop, go behind the clerk, and steal, rob him Yes, blind. yes, that is what I would do. I'd get the cane, <laughs> I'd get the, the arrows, the, the knives or whatever. Yes, uh, so I played that, and so then Oblivion came out. This is all Elder Scrolls, people. Bethesda is amazing at RPGs. Uh, They've been doing it since, like, the 90s. I know, are, dude. I insane. wonder what, like, the original Elder Scrolls are like. I've never played any of, like, the old, old ones. They look, obviously, very old and crappy. Yeah, yeah. But imagine on a Commodore 64, you're going down different hallways, open doors, see skeletons, that kind of thing. But they That's had these kind of crazy fun. stories even back then. So they have a long history of just insane stories. And uh, it started with Arena... Fallout's really old too. Didn't they have like a lot of old yeah, ones? Yeah, man. Fallout was one of the first like turn-based RPGs where you had to, Whoa. you know, Civ style lead yeah. your faction around. But you also had your own individual character. You got to level them up how you wanted and make crazy different um, specialties. And yeah. that's one of the great things about all the Elder Scrolls. Especially Skyrim, though. I feel like Skyrim really expanded on it with the whole constellations and all that. Yeah. The feeling that you can be truly whatever you want to be. If you want to be, like, an alchemist and poison people in their sleep, yeah. you can do that. Oh if God. you want to be an archer who just domes every bandit in the next mile radius Before they with even your see ebony you. bow. Yes. Ooh, if you want to be a thief, that. there's plenty of things to steal. Yeah. If you just want to be a straight-up warrior. I My, my go-to combo, let's talk about our go-to. Oh, well, well hold on. First of all, Oblivion came out. And I loved Oblivion. I played the balls out of that game. Like, seriously, the balls just fell off that game. It was insane. I remember one time I played I it so much. It went that everywhere, and I was like, oh, shit. The balls, the balls. <laughs> Get them. I remember at one point I had that game, and I played it so much that, like, the game, like, got scratched. Like, so bad that I couldn't really? play it. Because I would just put it in the Xbox over and over. I'd always go back <laughs> to it. Um, but then when Skyrim came out, the first time I ever played it, we were just talking about this last night. I, I uh, we, we, uh. I came over to your house and you're like, bro, have you played the new Elder Scrolls? And I was so on to Oblivion, I didn't want to trust you any loved other one. Oblivion. But when I tried it instantly, I was like, this is this is something special for sure. Uh, when was the first time you ever played Skyrim? Actually, I don't know this story. Well, I'll say this: I also have a deep love of Elder Scrolls because when I was growing up, you remember when the 360 came out? Oh yeah, everyone was game real changer. big on getting achievements. You had to get all the achievements for whatever game you were playing. Now yeah. it's kind of played out and like whatever, who cares? But at the time, that was the obsession. And so the first game I ever 100%ed on achievements was Oblivion, because I was obsessed Damn, with it. Damn, that's a lot. <laughs> Including, like, the Shivering, Shivering Isles, Isles and everything? expansion and oh everything, yeah. God. yeah. That's so I loved that game. So when Skyrim came out, of course, I was balls to the wall ready to jump in. Oh, there's a lot of balls in these games, <laughs> yeah. but well, you promise know, you, they're, they're the best balls. They're the best balls you'll ever have in your mouth. and In uh, your RPG in your experience. RPG, in your hands. They, are, they go everywhere. Yeah, you could gargle them. Wait, with... so when's the first time you... <laughs> so when's... <laughs> so Skyrim, anyway. I don't remember my first time ever playing it. But I do remember in the beginning, I love that scene where you're riding in the carriage and he's like, you know, oh, hey, you're finally you awake. You're finally awake. And oh, then man. you're about to get your head chopped off. And I was like, oh my God, they showed the guy in front of you getting I his know. head chopped yeah, off. I know, yeah, that was, was a like, shock factor. Whoa, for sure. hold up. Because there wasn't a whole lot of gore like that in Oblivion, you know? Yeah. And they just went hardcore. They actually they had like, some blood in Skyrim. They had kind of expanded on it a lot. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I remember I made a Khajiit. With the claws, and nice. I just went hand to hand for like the first two hours of the game because you have extra bonus. You have attack full with Black Panther on dance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got really into magic, so I heard about this College of Winterhold that when nice. I was in the game, I just made it out of Helgen, like got into your your first uh, what is that little town, Riverwood? E I just yeah, got yeah, there. yeah, yeah, Riverwood. I hadn't even done Bleak Falls Borough yet, you know. I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go straight to this College of Winterhold. I hadn't seen White Run or anything. I just walked. <laughs> yeah. For all so the way long, all the way to the northernmost part of Skyrim, and I was oh like, I'm about to be a wizard, Harry. Dude, okay, so what's your go-to class in Skyrim? Like, if you like, what's your usual go-to play as? You know, are you a mage, a combat mage? For me, I love a sword, and then magic in my left hand. Okay, I like to be sort of a combat. Uh, mage. What do they call that? Like a spell sword? 
Something yeah, like I think that. it's spell sword. Yeah, because yeah. like I'll, I'll use my shout, you know, push oh, him back, oh, jump on him. Oh yeah, battle you. mage. Like it's that. good. I love it. Yeah, that's my go-to usually. Because like I like magic, but I also like getting in with a sword. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But you know what? I am a big fan of doing sneak mage. I'll do Ooh. conjuration so I can have these like huge creatures that will just tank all the damage for me. But before I even summon them, I will sneak around in my nightingale armor. Like I did the whole phase yes. guild and just, just for the armor. take out everybody. Everybody. Dude, there's something really fun chance. about being Dual an archer. Dagger, oh stab hell yeah! Right in the neck. Oh, oh yeah, I love being uh, a, an archer too. Cause they they added the cool like little see, like special kill like you know the the, the kill she- screen or whatever like when you shoot it'll, them, it'll go slow like, they'll follow the arrow and it'll watch it go into their face. They'll be so feeling hilarious. that one in the morning. In, in hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, those are my good. Yeah, I like Archer right now. I'm playing an a playthrough. I still play it all these years later because they did the update and there's a few good little things in there. Man, how many times have they updated updated this game? Man, they are so milking many. Skyrim for everything it's got until they move on. Man, like, like, the thing is, I'm pretty sure the guy who made it even said, like, I'm just going to keep updating it until people stop buying it. I'm just like... Yeah, they interviewed Todd Howard. He's genius. The guy who was over I don't even Skyrim. blame him. He's like, I mean, millions of people are still playing it every day, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to port gonna it to PS5 this. and Xbox I'm gonna Series this. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that class. I like. I, I've been trying to get more into thieving and just like strictly just going into people's houses and stealing their shit. Cause like that is so that can be something fun. Is so enjoyable about that. I don't know. Cause like it's a thrill. Like cause if they wake up, oh, you gotta kill them. <laughs> is that what you do? You kill them? <laughs> yeah, I run I mean, away. If they wake up, you shouldn't have talked. Uh oh. <laughs> you shouldn't have talked. I hope you die. <laughs> oh no, Bill Clinton. Yeah, so arguably that one of the best RPGs. You can literally do anything. You could be anything. You don't even the, the cool thing about it is you don't even have to follow the main quest. You know what I mean? Although right. the main quest is amazing. That's what I did my first time through. I didn't even know about the whole war. I was like, "Whoa, why are these guys fighting each other? Why do the Norns hate the Dark Elves? Look at those High Elves. They're being kind of assholes to everybody." Yeah, I hate them. Thalmor. And Who's so that? eventually, after I became a wizard, that's what got me into that Civil War story. To line. the lore, sort of. Yeah. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be a Stormcloak because these High Elves, I hate them. I hate them, dude. You want to? So you, you go to the." Stormcloaks, really? The first time through, I did because oh, I, was I was like, like they're Ugh. so racist, though. I know they are incredibly they're racist, so and racist. I wasn't even a Nord. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm your champion. You're I am another actually high elf. a dark elf." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "All right, well, shit, I, don't I got like it. It. We let you crawl out of the sewers, but I guess you'll be our hero of the Nords." Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I always go for the Empire because the the, the Stormcloaks are just they're like when I go to uh, Windhelm and like when you first walk in, there's that guy who's like saying, "We're gonna visit you, Dark Elf, later on tonight. And see if you're an Imperial spy," and I always just immediately mur- murder that guy. Instantly. You murder Yeah, I'm you take like, it personally because it's for no reason. All because it's a different race. Because the elf, like they're not even a part of the main elf war, like the Thalmor, and they're just I being know. treated terribly. And then, and then Ulfric Stormcloak's like, yeah, that's happening, but it's okay. I'm fine with it because I could scream off a man's head. The Empire is like, yeah, they're kind of going on with the Thalmor because they don't want the land to be destroyed, but they're figuring out a way to, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I think my favorite Yarl was Yarl Balgruff, though, the guy from Whiterun. Yeah, he's kind he of neutral. Awesome. He's, he's like, cool. I just he's care like, about my city. Hey, whatever you want to do, it's fine, as long as my family's not going to die. He just cares about his city. He doesn't care about the war, and that's yeah. what I appreciate about him. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the DLCs. Now, I do have to shame you just for a moment. Here, because, <laughs> no! Because, They're okay. Know my dirty secret. Arguably one of the greatest DLCs of any game and I would contest anybody who, who disagrees. I would say Shivering Isles and Oblivion was one of my f- personal favorite, mm. and, and just a very good Absolutely. DLC. It was so deep. It was like a whole other game, really. And they had never done that before. Now they have some DLCs that are like a whole new game added on to the original. Yeah, but it's but that not was as the first depth. time they had made it that big. Yeah, like a whole it was new real big. And everything. It was so big. But the DLCs of Skyrim, there is the um, the vampire one. Mm. And, and and the Dawn Guard, I guess you could call it, and then there is the um, the, Dragon the Dragonborn, Born. yeah, where you go into Solstheim. and the Hearthome. Yeah, where you can build your own house and have a family with kids. Yeah, but the thing is, Pat here, no, our leader here, has never played through the Dawn Guard fully. He always gets fucking distracted yep. with uh, what going to go into a werewolf. 
<laughs> or or doing the companions or whatever. And the Dragonborn one is really good. If you've never played the DLC, the the uh, the Dawn Guard is a really good story, and everybody simp's over Serana, and I'm included in that because she's amazing. Serana simping. I mean, I was a part of that. You're like, I did the do SS. that. Oh wait, no, the not SS, like the Nazi the SS, like the Serana <laughs> simping oh <my> club. God. <laughs> yes, we do not condone uh, no, Nazis. No, no, we don't like Nazis. Here. But Serana simping clear. now. Yeah, no, I'll, we I'll condone do that. that. I'll do that. She's amazing. The story is really good. You know, you, and, and I like how that gives you the choice to determine if you're going to join the Dawn Guard or if you want to become a vampire and just be like strictly evil. Yeah. And then obviously the the Dragonborn one is really good because it's an interesting concept. You're going against someone else who has the power of Dragonborn. But no, that's it, the one where you go to Morrowind, right? Yep. See, I started on that one. I was in Morrowind. You got lost. I, I got lost in you the sauce, You gotta go to the man. Temple of Mirok, dude. I did. I was stuck in the desert with a bunch of sand guys trying to come beat me. A bunch of ash spawns. Yes. And then I found this book, and I opened the book, and it transported me book. to a whole other realm. The black spot. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Dude. That was a crazy DLC. Bro, I'm, dude, you need to, everyone, shame him. He needs to play the, the vampire one. Shame! Alright. Shame! One person DMs me and says, you better play this. What if you wake up with like 600 DMs tomorrow? Like, alright, fine. (laughs) (laughs) The gin is. And it can't be you, by the way. You're gonna be cheating. I'm gonna create like six profiles. Yeah, you should really play it. I agree with that cool guy. <laughs> Nobody, no way internet commenters are this nice. This can't be real. No way. Not one racial slur? Come on. That's, YouTube is a fucking dumping ground of racial slurs and, like, like a, what, what is it, spell correcting? Yeah, yeah. Anyone spells Grammar one thing Nazis. wrong, they're just going to jump right on that. Don't you dare try and use your. Don't even, just skip Ooh, it. Ooh, you know what? Yeah, just. Don't even try. And, and you ever read YouTube Ooh. comments and realize how freaking illiterate people are? Like, no one knows how to spell or speak anymore. It's like, I know. Guys, come on. It's a little depressing. It is sad. But anyway, Skyrim. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about some of my research on Skyrim. It's that time. Research time. First off, fun fact. They sold more than 30 million copies of this game today. Today? To the date, oh. right here, January, June 11th, 2022. <laughs> I just knocked on the table, guys. It's for effect. It's yeah, yeah. Okay. You need to know it's serious. Okay, so I looked up the best-selling games of all time. You want to guess what uh, number one is? Of, of all systems? Of all games ever made. It's probably something Mario. Nope, but it is Minecraft. With oh. 238 million, okay? That is so So 30 much. million is far away from that. Dude, Minecraft though. We should do one on Minecraft. I love Minecraft. Though. Super Mario Bros. is 58 million, so they sold a lot of those too. Wow, that's uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2 is number 10 at 44 million. What's number 2? Number 2? What do you think number 2 would be? I'll give you a hint. We've talked about it since you've been here this trip. <sighs> I don't know. GTA 5. Really? Which they're also re-releasing all the time. So that How does did Halo sense. lose to the GTA? Is what I want to know. I would have thought it'd be Halo. million for GTA Five. Wow. Yeah, and well, where's Skyrim? On so the Skyrim's at uh, number twenty. It's tied with Diablo Three and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Ooh. with about like thirty million sales. That is still a lot. Thirty million, baby. So a, a cool thing about it, what made it so amazing was number one, Bethesda already had a good name because people were like, kind of it had a cult following from Morrowind and Daggerfall and, and Arena, Oblivion, yeah. like and their Fallout series. People were realizing they were like oh, a yeah. very technically competent company. Oh like, yeah, they were doing some some things that had never been done before in the gaming world in the nineties. You know. Oh yeah. But with Skyrim, they pushed it further. Oh, sorry, there's a wheel on the stand. I didn't realize it was going to be loud as heck. But anyway, Todd Howard specifically was like, all right, guys, when we make Skyrim, I want people to be able to get lost in the world with a sense of wonder and discovery like they did with Morrowind. He felt mm-hmm. like Oblivion was a little much too on rails. Like, they had you going through the whole storyline, and mm. it wasn't as free as he would like. Mm. So they expanded the artificial intelligence technology. It's called Radiant AI Tech. And the it basically makes it so that NPCs can have unique interactions with each other and with you 
and they can have their own schedules throughout the day, so they're doing I love different that. things. Do you ever just follow an NPC all day? Like, what do they do? <laughs> One day I'm just gonna play a whole playthrough and just not do any combat, just buy a house in a white run, work a regular job, and just walk around and like watch the NPC. Like true role playing. Yeah, like like I'm actually in this world. It's go my second get, go life. get that Shea Goroth quest at the inn. Get drunk and then like. That's my favorite Daedra quest. Oh! When you get Shea Gore's, uh staff that like, yeah, lets the you turn. Yeah, the Wabajack. Wabajack, Wabajack, Wabajack. He, yeah. he like um, offers you a drinking contest, some guy at the bar. No, no, no. That's a, different, that's a different one. That's Is that Sanguine. Not Shea oh, Sanguine. Shea Gore starts when you get Pelagius' hip and you go into that play, that, that, um, to the blue mansion in, in uh, Solitude. And then you show up in Shea Gorath's place and then you're. You're uh, Pelagius. You're inside Pelagius's mad mind. You don't remember that? Oh shoot! Okay, no, no, oh, I got it mixed up. No, that's Sanguine. You get the rose that you can shoot people. I think it like I don't know what it does, but it does something. Yes, yeah, but I you just remember. Fool! I remember the next morning you wake up in a field and you black out after yeah. you start drinking with and you, him. You like married a goat or something? <laughs> yeah, you have to like figure out what happened the yes. next day. It is. I always just pay everyone. I'm like, here's five hundred dollars. Please tell me what happened. And then they're like. You married a goat. <laughs> oh my god, really? And you got a fist fight. It's like, damn, I'm more mad about the goat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway. That's your favorite danger quest? Yeah. I think mine's probably... I love Molag Ball because I like the mace. The mace is so good. I hate oh. when you have to follow the dog all the way to that Percy's yes. quest Ugh. is annoying, I know. It's fun the first time. But after your first playthrough, I just skip that quest because I'm like, no, I don't yeah. want to follow this dog. Everywhere. I like getting every Daedric item. If I'm doing like a good playthrough, like a hero playthrough, and I'll put it all in one case, and I'll, I'll kind of yeah. imagine like, okay, I'm like protecting the world from the influence of the Daedra. Kind oh, of man. Did you ever play the uh, Azura's Daedra quest? Azura Star? Azura Star. Yeah, that was one of the, the best. Because that soul gem will never break. Yes. It was so good it for the very conjuration. It is very efficient. For sure. Yeah. One thing, other thing, like a minor thing that's different about Skyrim I like is that in Oblivion, your weapon would break. And in oh, Skyrim, yeah, it doesn't break. It just, you run out of magic. And I, I hated, like, I'd have I'd have to always have, like, repair hammers. It just was too much. Too much. Do you remember, um, so when Skyrim came out, one of the crazy things about it was the dungeons, right? How oh, varied yeah. they were. Everyone was like, oh my god, there's so many different dungeons. So this was another part of the research. I was looking at the dev team, and they were saying one guy, or gal maybe, one person, designed the dungeons in Oblivion. And then eight people designed over 150 dungeons in Skyrim. That's why it feels so much different. And you can, like, go through, I'll go through, like, six turns, feel completely lost, and then all of a sudden I'm back at the beginning by the end of it. Like, you open a rock wall, and then it's like, oh, this is where I came in. It's so Oh, over the wild. beginning now. Yeah, I, I do love dungeon crawling, man. Like, what a great way to get income. You just go in a dungeon, kill everyone, like bandits or goblins or whatever. Oh, what are they? Come uh, out with like 600 gold. Like, all right. Yeah. This is amazing. Get rich. That's why Bleak Falls Borrow is one of the best opening quests for the storyline. Yeah. Because you get to do a whole dungeon. It's fun. With all the drawer and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I, okay, I know you, you never got to choose if you'd be a vampire lord or not, did you? <laughs> I did werewolf. I don't think I got to choose whose side I was on. Like, Dude, I got to choose yeah. if I, you become a vampire hunter or if you join the vampires, right? But yeah, you never yeah. got to be a vampire lord because they're like so much... I, I prefer it over being a werewolf. Because like werewolf, Why? you know, you can only do so much. Like like you, you're, you're really strong. You can turn to werewolf once a day. Vampire lord, you can turn at any point you want, as many times as you want. You're super high in magic. You become Fair. so much stronger. You can carry so much more. And you get to the suck people's blood. The only thing is, during the daytime, your health doesn't heal back. So you have to, like, See? and you're in magic, and you're fatigued. But, I mean, like, there's drawbacks. <laughs> so, like, you become so much more efficient in I don't know. I prefer Look, I'm not going to lie. Um, half the reason why I love the companion so much and not really love them, but did the whole storyline for them first. It's because I was trying to get with Ayla the Huntress. Yes! I was like, I need to marry this girl. Uh, dude, I think everyone in the world has done that at least once. <laughs> we I all heard been you there. can hunt. Maybe one day we can go together. I was like, I was like oh, oh yeah. yeah. My pants are off immediately. All right, let's go. I mean, uh, 
Um, you're not a werewolf right hunting. now. You can keep wearing your pants. Yeah, but you never know. Maybe I have to turn into one. I'm gonna stay naked just in case. <laughs> I do. You know what else I love? We could talk about the Dark Brotherhood. Mm. I love the Dark Brotherhood. Dark Brotherhood. Because like in Oblivion, you know, you're following the tenants, but then eventually you got to kill everyone. Yeah. And in the in the Skyrim, you can choose to either destroy this Dark Brotherhood and be a hero or join the Dark Brotherhood and everyone dies anyway except for you and and that uh, sand guy the uh, the guy from uh, the uh, what's oh, his Cicero? name yeah yeah oh no not Cicero that's the jester guy yeah right? I kill him every time I hate him so much <laughs> I hate that guy he's, yeah, he's who introduces you to him though you gotta find uh, his it's, wagon it's on the, the road it's the guy who gives you the jobs and also uh, um, the, the vampire baby girl oh yeah 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 yeah, I like yeah, the dark, but I like just the. What idea. do you think's your favorite faction, um, oh. like questline to do? Oh, man, you know? that's really good. I think mine is the thieves guild yeah. because the payoff at the end is so awesome. You can either get the skeleton key, which is an unbreakable which is key, amazing. great, or you can get the nightingale armor. Well, you the, you get nightingale armor first, and then you could choose to either keep the key or you bring the key, and, and the nightingale. Sanctum gives you like three really cool powers. Like you can turn invisible for like a whole five minutes for a day. Yeah. Or you can click a flame and like it burns someone in front of you immediately and almost kills them instantly. And I can't remember what the other one is, but I, I always keep the key, bro. I always keep the key too. I mean, dude, it makes things so much oh, more man. convenient, man. Did you ever do all the side quests for the Thieves Guild where you got to fill up the bookshelves with all the different artifacts? No, I've Mercer? never done that. Oh, uh, yeah. Mercer Frey, every time you did like a side job where you would steal something, it, the object would show up behind him next time you came and visited him down in the uh, down in their little sanctum, sanctorum or whatever. I never knew that. I knew to do that. Yeah, I filled up the whole bookshelf behind him. I've been playing this game for like... Since it first came out, and there's still new things I find. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that cr- it's 2022. so crazy. It came out 11-11-2011, and it's still being 11 played. years ago. Holy crap, dude. To give um, you some context, I think Marwin came out in like 2006, 2007. So it only took them four or five years, let's say six years tops, to make Skyrim, right? Yeah. Because they started working on it as soon as Marwin came out. And uh, now it's been 11 years, and we still don't know anything about Elder Scrolls Six. but I'm fine. It's Not cool. anything. We know nothing. They showed us a brief panning over a big field, and then it just was like... A dragon flew by, didn't it? I don't think... I don't even know if that did happened. did I make that up in my mind? It was literally know. just a big mountain field, and then it just shed Elder Scrolls, and it disappeared. I was like, that's it? I know, that's and then it? we heard nothing for like three or four years now. And I was like, now. I want to make Starfield. Everyone's like, I don't want Starfield. I don't want the next Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I am curious about Starfield. I mean, yeah, it's Bethesda. They're going to do good. It's going to be amazing. I just... I, I mean, imagine sci-fi Elder Scrolls in space. Okay. I'm I'm here for it. Let's see it. Let's see it. But they definitely... They got to make it worth it because you know they're putting off Elder Scrolls Six for this new IP they're trying to make. Not just that. I think they're making sure we don't have another cyberpunk incident. Oh, Where it's Lord. glitchy and buggy yeah. and not, like, everyone's just kind of like, oh, you should have waited. They're making sure it's perfect and crisp before they put anything, right. you know, any release, anything else. Which remember, I'm like, okay, I get it, but still, it's Because when Oblivion came out, it had horrible glitches. It was so uh, bad but it, it. But now it's funny. Now it's hilarious. I mean, I play it just because, like, last night we were playing and, like, you punched some guy in the face and instantly just knocked him on, like, And he just him. went full ragdoll? Yeah. But, like, as stiff as a board at the same time? Only his head would flop around everywhere. Dude, I love glitches in old games. But new games, you're like, no, you can't glitch in the new games. It's a new game. Only if it's game-breaking. You know, like, that was the thing about Cyberpunk, is it was game-breaking glitches. I had it happen to me once. I got stuck in a loading screen after a whole cutscene, had to redo the whole thing. But anyway, the point is... Damn. With Skyrim, it, it actually was the same for the first few years. They had a lot yeah, of I got glitchy, but but now, now if you buy the game on any system, it's already like a patched version. So they have the horse armor, and they have a lot of the crap fixed with the bugginess. At least the game breaking ones, you know. What's your favorite weapon in Skyrim or Oblivion? Both of them. Well, Molag Ball's mace was my go-to, and the Nightingale bow. Those were my two. Like, all right, I'm about to whoop some tail. But when I got really into Conjuration, I would start making my own weapons and just make them super powerful. Yeah. And you just use a zero star so you can keep oh, yeah, reusing yeah. the soul gem. 
Boom, baby. And I would yes. make custom stuff. I like to use glass swords, though, because I thought they looked really pretty. Oh, what, oh that's a good one. What's your favorite, like, like element? Like, favorite uh, ingot? My favorite glass, ingot? Ebony, Daedric. Oh, what is that new one? They bone. came out with the expansions. It was like the Dwarmer used it to make their uh, robots and stuff. Dwarven? No, it was called like Ethereum it, or Thilium. It was like a white stone that you would hmm. dig out of these graves of the Draugrs. You would like go grave robbing and then get oh all that Oh my god. I, oh, oh, wait. Oh, is it like the blue, like in Souls theme? Yes. Oh, I don't remember what it's, it's called. It's like bluish white. Yeah, I know. But it gave you really it. good armor with that. Yes, stuff. it was like super strong. I randomly Star found Rim that. or something? I don't, I don't remember. But uh, my favorite weapon, there is a weapon in Oblivion that is called Don. Don. Wait, uh, Fang and that knight? Oh, Fang's good, and Duskfang, yes. They, in the new expansion pack, the legendary expansion pack or whatever, you that, ga- that that weapon's in the game. And they added a bunch of old weapons from Skyrim, or from Oblivion and Morrowind, and they put them in the new Skyrim. Like the Umbra, there's the, the, uh, the bone arrow with the big eyeball on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Oh, wait, who's... What Daedra uh, was over that? I don't remember. Maybe I think he's the same dude who had the black book that would send you to the other dimension. Oh, um, Mirok? No, not Mirok. I don't know. Oh, okay, so let me tell you a little lore. Speaking of Daedra, you want to learn some cool shizzle-wizzle about the world of Skyrim? Yeah, brother! So Skyrim is basically a small part of... The whole continent of Tamriel, right? And Tamriel's on the planet Nern, and Nern is in a solar system with a bunch of other planets. And then they were all created by these uh, creatures called the Anuak et Arda. They created the universe. They created the whole mortal plane. And that is like the nine divines that they worship. They were some of these creatures of otherworldly beings that created the mortal plane. Mm. But halfway through creating the mortal plane, they realized, oh, by putting our energy into this, we're going to weaken ourselves. We may not be immortal. We're not going to be nearly as powerful. And so this guy Mm. named Lorcan betrayed them. And he was like, nah, I'm going to head out. I want to be immortal and super powerful. (laughs) And the Daedra are basically the ones who, from the beginning, were like, "Uh, no, we're not doing that. We're going to go be super powerful and rule our planes of oblivion. Mm. And so anyway, they tore out Lorcan's heart and thrust it into the world. That's where the subject of uh, another game is. It's basically the most powerful artifact in all of Nern is the heart mm. of Lorcan. Whoa. It's in it's in Morrowind. Really? Yeah, yeah, there was a whole war fought over it and everything. Dang. That's why the, the, the that's why intense. the dark elves don't like other races cuz they were like trying to wipe them out to get to the heart of Lorcan, which is an ancient dwemer. They, they were the ones who first found the artifact. The dwarven race that died off. Yeah, yeah. They were supposedly elves that just lived in the underground. Anyway. Oh, my God. I'm totally getting off no, track. No, no, that's amazing. Like, I love that. That's <laughs> so, awesome. So, Lorcan gets killed, and then they make the mortal plane. And then, initially, what happened when people started populating Tamriel, it was the elves. The elves set out from Somerset Isles, and then they made the wood elves. And then they became the Orsimer, the orcs, later on. Then oh, they wow. became um, the, uh, what are the other ones? Dark Elves. You know, all that crap. Yeah. So all these different elves came out. And then eventually the humans were like, uh, I don't like being you guys slaves. And so they led like a huge rebellion. And then for like thousands of years you had the, uh, the dragon blood amulet of the king's holders. Whoa. These people were leading the humans. And they were like powerful. They had a connection to the gods. That's how they beat the elves anyway. So the elves started with slavery. Basically, they've always thought they were better than everyone else. Wow. This is nothing new. Now I hate the elves. (laughs) I want to join the Nords. At least the high elves, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah. It's crazy how deep the lore goes. Yeah, I didn't even know any of that. I'm just giving you a real quick one. But the reason why the Daedra are so powerful is because they never put their energy into creating the mortal plane. They have their own plane of oblivion where they have all the power. Mm. But yeah, and then the reason why, okay, so ending of Oblivion, Martin Septon breaks open the Amulet of Kings, defeats Molag Ball, saves the... Embodies the dragon. The reason why that was so significant is he basically played like a Jesus Christ kind of role. Once he broke that Amulet of Kings, there was no more dragon bloodline, no more rulers of the human empire, no more Septons. Whoa. And so that's when things changed a lot, and there was this huge war fought called the uh what was it the old married dominion like the elves started trying to take over everywhere mm-hmm. they took over hammerfell and then they took over morrowind 
And then oh. the humans were like, well, I don't want to do that, you know? Because <laughs> essentially the elves were like, you know, you guys are beneath us, so you pretty much have to listen to everything we say. And that Talos guy, he cannot stick around because he is a human, and no human will ever be better than an elf. And so that's why the wow. Nords were like, oh, really? You're going to play your brother like that? Okay. I'm going to go kill fight you. Yes. And that's why the Stormcloaks <laughs> are so salty. Dude, maybe... Oh, man, I didn't know all that. That makes that makes joining the Stormcloaks seem more like, okay, I can see where they're coming from. I exactly. They're just a bunch of racist see? They're not right just now. a bunch of racist idiots. The Thalmor wow. took over Hammerfell, took over Imperial City, and then they tried to take a huge counterattack. The humans did, but they were wiped out. And the Khajiit got bought into them because they said something like, yeah, we brought these two moons back so you guys can, like, all... You know, have a bunch of babies again. The Khajiit were like, all right, I love these high elf guys. All right, moon. It is such a weird, convoluted lore, but. <laughs> Dude, but it's it's deep if you're willing to go in it. And the books, I'm sure the books go into all that in a Skyrim and Morrowind. Like, if you take the time to read them all. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are in the books. And then um, there's like YouTubers who talk about it. You know, they go deep on that Bro, stuff. I spent a 45 I to, I minute to. documentary on the what happened to the Dwomers, the 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 dwarves. Damn. <laughs> How you liking that gin? It's like you're sipping on it a little bit. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, I I, I want to it. I would encourage anyone listening to take time to listen to just some of the lore or like read some of the books because. It's very interesting, and it, and it gives mm. like the world depth because that's the thing. Like you can play it any way you want. You can just play as a hero. You don't care about the war. You don't care about anything. You just want to go kill people and go dungeon diving, or you can dive deep and explore the lore. And, and like it really gives you like sort of a new appreciation for the game. Right. You know what I mean, the world that you're in itself. Absolutely. Man, it's fun um, getting deep into it. Even if you just look into like the blades. When you do get into the oh, main story, oh, I know, actually, the Oblivion, yeah, yeah, they were created. They were to predominant, and now they're like the two left. left. Sometimes I'll play, and I'll I'll like imagine, like, what if I just somehow teleported in the world of Skyrim? I woke up on the carriage, and I'll play my character as though I'm me, like just yeah. I just showed up on the plane. Oh, I'm like, oh my god. Awake. Like, well, how did I get here? Yeah, and just play, like, through, like, how, how I feel like I would act in real life. Like, yeah. would I go to save the world from Alduin, or would I just go Wait, buy some property? Wait, go to race and class? I, yeah. well, for Skyrim, unfortunately, I, I kind of hate to say it now, but I, I always go for the Nord. Oh, the Imperial Nord, wow. Just the regular <laughs> Nord, yeah, like, because, you know, I don't know. They're strong, they can carry a lot, they're pretty decent with magic. There's a... Uh... There's a tornado. There's an alarm oh, going off. Every I think it's because it's, it's noon. Yeah, it's, yeah. noon on Saturday, guys. <laughs> I love. Okay, so here in where we live in Bar, or where he lives and where I grew up, Barlet, um, there is an alarm, a tornado alarm that goes off at noon every Saturday, and it is so funny bringing people here that have never <laughs> lived here because they're like. Are we under attack? We'll just be doing What's our normal on? thing, like eating, talking, and they're like, oh, guys, do you hear the siren outside? Are we I, being invaded? I think the Russians are invading. Uh, like, no, no, it, it always does no, no, no. It's a tornado. It's literally, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, they're warning It us. is so funny. So, yeah, if you hear that in the background, don't worry. Don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed, citizen. You know, some of the guard um, uh Counteractions, uh, interactions are hilarious. Oh, somebody stole your sweet roll. Quick save, murder him, and murder everybody in the town. <laughs> That's what gets you the sweet roll comment. No, no, it's it's when he goes, um, oh, I see you join the companions. So what do you do? Fetch the mead? I'm just like, <laughs> I dang, he roasted so, you. I, I saved Codlack White Mane's soul from being stuck with Hercene's Valley. I was you dead. respect me. <laughs> Yeah, I quick save, it. kill him. Yeah, kill him, kill every guard ever, and then if you get away with it, you just keep going. If not, you just all right, all right, load it back. Load What's it back. the highest bounty you ever got? I one time did a whole playthrough where I put on a mod where you can kill anyone, and I killed every single person in every single town. Everywhere. The children, the men, the women, the horses, every every. Because <laughs> they don't town. let you kill the children normally. No, no. They're like that is a no no. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> I let the children live. I'm like, okay, this is kind of screwed up. But I, I like went to the orphanage. You go full and Anakin, went, like Revenge of the Sith on them. Yeah, I went to the orphanage oh, no, and six, killed six. It started with the old lady in the orphanage that you kill for the Dark Brother. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna kill everyone. I killed everyone in Riverwood. Did you kill uh, Jarl Ulfric Stormcloak too? 
I I killed everyone. Okay, everyone good. that I was physically allowed to. Now, there were some exceptions where I couldn't kill them, so I was like, I'm just going to leave you alone in this city with a bunch of dead corpses everywhere. All around you, everywhere you walk. Every city. And then I was like, okay, I've had enough anarchy. I'm going to go uh, do a different playthrough now. <laughs> There's nothing to do now. There's no one left. That's funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my bounty was like zero because every witness was killed. So I was like, All right, I guess <laughs> no one got to no report to... the crime. You can't have crime. <laughs> yeah. Think smart. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I know there's an achievement if you get a $10,000 bounty. Oh. 10,000 gold. It's probably like you went full Heisenberg. Yeah. I ended up trying to do that one time. That's and, a callback. Uh... That's a callback. <laughs> oh, so this ties in. So each hold will have a different bounty, right? So right. I go from hold to hold, just getting like two thousand, two thousand, two thousand bounties. Nice. And then, uh, what's your favorite place to go? Well, I was going to talk about city? that. Like one of the cool things that they did is they made the topography of every diff- each hold. The topography is different, so it's different landscape. Yeah. You know, like in White Run, it's all plains. In Markarth, which is the worst hold, by the way. I hate Mark Mark Arth is the worst. Stone beds. So oh gross. Even the beds are made of stone. Like, why would anyone live here? <laughs> anyway, it's all mountainous, solitudes, yeah. like yeah, a city yeah. by the river, uh-huh. yada, yada. Uh, but I think my favorite is actually Fall Winter Creek. holds, like, all snow. Literally half collapsed yeah, and just yeah. <laughs> grown into a glacier. Yeah, terrible. Which, by the way, another cool thing that they did, with the snow specifically... They have real-time weather effect in the game, so the snow will accumulate during the day. The sun will reflect off it differently when it's Ooh. setting. Instead of just loading in snow on the ground, it actually falls down and like accumulates. So, drugs are bad, everybody. Okay. But, but I would... When I was tripping on acid, sometimes yeah. I would play Skyrim. And, like, you know how sometimes at night, like, the northern lights sort of thing will show up and the big moon will be there. Oh, yeah. And I would just stare at that and be like, oh, my God. Or I'd go to the screen where you can, like, look at, like, upgrade your character and just all the colorful clouds. And I was like... Oh, in the constellation? This game is amazing, man. <laughs> I would just stare at all the colors. It's so vibrant, you know? Yeah. And, the, and the, they made, like, the nature so pretty and, like, there's so many different areas. Like, you can go to snow. You can go, like, just bright and sunny. It's... it's it's a beautiful game, all in all, all together. Absolutely. Such now a you can go game. fishing too. Yeah, baby, <laughs> going fishing. My favorite place is White Run. It's classic. It's where you start. It's I don't know. It's just home for me. I love White Run. White Run's good. It's a close second, but I feel like I've spent so much time in White Run. I was like, what'd you all say right. your favorite was? I think my favorite's Falkreath. I like Falkreath. It's it's a down south, yeah, yeah, little smaller, yeah, woodsy, kind of woodsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. They got a huge graveyard. Obviously, Solitude's pretty awesome. It's Solitude's very big. Awesome. It's probably the biggest place. Yeah. I love that you can go in during the wedding and just shoot the bride right in the face. I didn't know you could do that. For Dark Brotherhood. That's oh. one of the missions. You got to go in there. Like, as she's one. giving her speech, you shoot her down. And it's just like, wow, this is kind of dark. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. But it's I in the name, like you it. know. Dark Brotherhood. That's true. They didn't call it like the, all right, we're going to be nice. The Light Brotherhood. brotherhood. <laughs> the the uh, dim lidded brotherhood the I also somewhat. like the blade of woe is that considered uh, I like my favorite Daedric god by the way obviously Sheogorath is amazing Sheogorath's great but I love Sithis because he's so mysterious yeah. like no one really knows how to describe that dreadlord they're like it's he's like, like a, dark a cold wind. night he's like the cold chill of up your spine after you've murdered someone in cold blood I'm like so that doesn't really I mean but who is he <laughs> like tell you me know. more man He's the, you know, he's like a boiling undertone of evil leaking beneath the surface of a lava wave. He's like, like a what? lava lamp. What? He's pretty groovy, man. He's... Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, all in all, yeah. Any Anyone who's listening to this, I guarantee you, you've played Skyrim before. But my hopes is that talking about this sparks a desire and a passion to go back and maybe play through again. Get the new DLC, Absolutely. get the new legendary update. I mean, there's some cool stuff in it. And, uh, you know, there's obviously they, they updated the grant graphics a little bit. There's some new uh, dialogue options. It's yeah. it's amazing. It is really cool. You can have pets now. Oh, really? Pet mud crab, a pet like undead rat. You know the saints and the seducers from um, Sol- from um, Shivering Isles? Yeah. They're in the game now. Oh, where? What? what so, they like, there, there's bandits who have crossed over and come back bringing, like, the armor and the weapons and shit like that. And you can go 
our doggo's in here. Sa- Satan's in here. Yeah, you might he hear his came up and he Came over and licked my elbow. But, like, they, they found a way to teleport. And, like, there's a guy who, like, is super mad and insane. And you find him naked. Because there's a ring called what? the Ring of Disrobing. Oh, really? And he wears that. And he's got his helmet on. you got to fight him. And he's, like, really strong. But, um, it, yeah, dude. They, they, they've got a lot of cool stuff in the new update. Man, maybe I should get the update. You need to play through the vampire one, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. I just, I've played it so much that I will, like, major out weird skill trees now. Like, enchanting. I did 100% in enchanting you enchant, like, and just, alchemy. Like, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can enchant this leaf and use it to kill a dragon a grown or bear. something. A grown bear. <laughs> no, dude, Sometimes bears should... will come up on you when you're walking. And they'll just, you just hear, yeah, it's like, and I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh, uh-oh, right. uh-oh, uh-oh. Hey, shotguns do you remember your first time seeing uh, one of the giants walking up on their camps? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I I, remember, I went, I did a playthrough where I killed all the giants, and I was like, I'm Aaron Yeager. You killed all the giants? Kill the titans! Oh, that's cool. Titan killer! I've never done that. It's pretty cool. I mean, they always have some good loot. They do, because the one hit, and they'll just swing you to the next planet. And you just fly out. Dude, there's that. Chris Stafford, our friend, you know, he, he loves that. Uh, he, I don't think he really plays Skyrim regularly, but he lo- every time he's watched me play, he's like, go get hit by the giant. I want to see you go fly. <laughs> it's, it is very humorous. I, I can't even deny it. Uh, yeah, it's a good moment. All in all, great game. Yeah, what Highly do you think, recommend um, so if people like Skyrim, what are some other good games they might like? The obvious answer is Fallout. Definitely Fallout, yeah. Anything about Bethesda, sure. especially recently. Specifically, amazing. Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout. Really? You like that one? I think so. I like that one a lot. I like number four, the new one. The newest one. You or, do? Or, or okay. not 76. I, I thought it was good. Like, you find your son, and then you realize, like, you, you your son is, like, the leader of that oh, place. Oh, yeah. That's Spoilies. Like to, yeah, yeah. Spoilies, yeah. Um, we got to do one on the Fallout. It's cool. old enough. I'm sure people played it. But, yeah, that's a good one. You know, if you're if you're cool with like not playing the best graphics, go to Morrowind, go play Oblivion, go to yeah. Shivering Isles. Like that's such a ooh, that's such a good. There's DLC. another one called uh, Kingdom of Amalur Re Reckoning. Sounds weird, but it's a great RPG game, very much in the same style as Skyrim. It's kind of like Dragon Age, but easier as Skyrim's a little bit of an easier intro. Mm. That's another reason why I think people can get into total like K holes when they get deep into Skyrim. Because it's not a hard game. It's not no. like Dark Souls where you have to be insanely oh skilled or a platformer where if you miss one jump, you're dead. Yeah. Like, it's very forgiving. Yeah. It's forgiving so. and, 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 you know, you've got your healing spells and all that you can use. Speaking of that, I think me and Pat here are considering getting Elden Ring. Yes. So we might do an episode on Elden Ring see how frustrated we are. Okay. I fucking hate this game. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to kill us. I'm excited to play it. Every time we die, we need to do five crunches. Dude, we will have washboard abs in like we'll a look week. look like David Hasselhoff and Baywatch. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And, and like somehow very tan, even though we didn't go out in the Even though we've so been now. inside for 24 hours straight, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be so tan. So be looking out for that. We might do an episode on that one. Yeah. yeah, Fallout's a good one. Um, Red Dead might be a good if you like RPGs. Uh, you know? Red a Dead Redemption, vibe, but it's still a really good RPG. Just start game. with number two. If you never played it, just play Red Get Dead. Get the two. snow level, and you'll feel great after that. Everything, yes. everything after that is a breeze. Easy. Go breezy. rob a train. Go rob a train. Shoot a random human. In the Dude, face. one time I I was <laughs> this is a Red Dead story, but I was walking around in a town, and this guy was selling these books out of the cart, and he's like, "All right, only two hundred dollars, and I'll sell you this book." And it's an amazing book, and I promise you, you're going to want it. And I was very rich, so I was like, all right, fine. Two hundred is right, a, a lot of money, but fine, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, because, you know, this is 1900 in the game. Yeah, and yeah. I opened the book and read it, and it was like, here's how to get rich quick. Sell this book for as high a price you can to the next guy you find. Don't explain what it is. Just say it's a good way to make <laughs> money. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I ran away. <laughs> I took my money back and then yes, ran away. Yes, yes, and the book, and then I did the same scheme. But still, it was <laughs> hilarious, dude. That is so funny. See, think moments like that in in RPG games make it so oh so satisfying. I love yeah. hilarious moments like that. Skyrim's oh, full man. of those little moments. Oh it's yeah, great. especially if you get a funny glitchy moment. Oh, 
It's so funny. You know, there's a funny glitch. It's really crazy, actually. I when you beat the companions, spoiler, Skewer dies quite in the beginning. Yeah. So that's when you're like, okay, now I'm gonna go hunt all the silver bloods or whatever. Yeah. But after you've beat it and you and you got you know the axe and you go and you beat it all and now you can marry Ayla or Farkas, whoever you want, whatever floats your boat. Um, if you're a Farkas kind of guy, Skewer that's cool. Or will gal. show up periodically back in the companions place, and you you can't talk to him. But you just be like. What's up, new blood? And you're just like, what? what, what the ghost is here. He's still here. I thought you were dead. And like, he'll converse with Ayla as though nothing happened. It's like a glitch. It's, it's bizarre. Because <laughs> I remember I was playing a different load, and I was like, wait a minute, aren't you dead? Are you a dead man? Am I looking at your ghost right now? Yeah. So that was pretty funny. So That's little, a good little one. glitches like that. Are There's hilarious. also um, a little hidden storyline of if you talk to Yarl Balgruff's son. There's like a oh, quest about the hidden yeah, door, the and katana. then you find out he's like a child out of wedlock, basically. Yep. And he, like, he goes, talks to the door. Yeah. And that's how you get Boethius Katana, I believe. Yeah, the Daedra of Lies and Deception. Ooh, I forgot about the, the uh, ebony armor, ebony mail. Oh, yeah. From the Daedra Boethia or whatever. When Boethia. you get near people, they get poisoned. That's awesome. They have some crazy they cool some ideas, cool, don't yeah, they? Yeah, right? I can't yeah. believe they fit it all into the game. Well, I think it's about time to rate this gin. What do you think? Okay, yeah. I'm on board. I think it good, because I think we've pretty much encapsulated our passion for Skyrim. We made some recommendations. Oh, I also, I know it's a bit of an older game, but the Fable with the Lost Chapters Ooh. expansion is an amazing RPG. Ooh, and I totally Fable worth 3. the play. I loved Fable 3. Yeah, I think Fable 2 and 3 have co-op as well, so if you like yes, playing that's with a friend... So good. And um, I think soon we're going to do an episode um, here to give you a little something to look forward to. Uh, we're going to do one on Final Fantasy. Okay, yeah, remake. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 7, 7. We're going to try yes. to get our friend Chris because he's like a guru on that game. So we're going to have like a little oh, guest knows. speaker. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that one too. We got we got a, quite a few. We're going to obviously do one on Obi-Wan because, I mean, come on. Obi-Wan series oh, came out, bro. We got to do Woo, one on that, I've been right? so into that. Don't even get me started on Obi-Wan. Dude, I could talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and, and, and Pat here is working on finishing Attack on Titan. So all our uh, anime friends there, we're going to work on Attack on Titan at some point yep. soon. It's all on the itinerary. Uh, what else? What else? I think we had some dreams Only for some way but ones. up. I want to do a, like a book-based one or a comic-based oh, one. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about Invincible oh, yeah. or uh, The Hunger Games, maybe something like that. That'd, That'd be, be fun, good. Yeah. So Invincible yeah. is a good one, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, no, not Hunger No, games. definitely Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either one's cool, but Invincible, Invincible, for sure. yeah, we, is the one we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was surprised at my taste buds today, I've got to be honest. Oh, with the gin? Because I've always thought I was a bit of a baby back, you know, baby boy when it comes to alcohol. <laughs> yeah, baby like, back. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, but, I know, me um, too. I've started to develop a little bit of a taste, at least for gin, because when we yeah. drank it, I tasted it, and I was like, you can, okay. When you know Hold what's up. in it, you can almost sense the botanicals and, like, the, you know, the, the lavender and everything like that. Yeah. Now, with that being said, aviation gin is still better. Oh hell yeah! I, I <laughs> hands down, yeah. Although this one's say. not bad. It's not bad. No, no, but no. aviation is better. All right, so one out of ten. How would you rate this gin? Just the gin itself. If if it's a world of gins, I'm gonna put it at a five. It's middle of the road, and that's not a bad thing. I no, mean, no, no, literally, it's okay. I would have given it a, a six. I think I was right not on the cusp. Not full of the middle. Because it, it is very tasty. Because there are some gins, like tankerine or whatever, it's just like, it's like drinking rubbing alcohol. It's so rough. Yeah, though. I tried Hendrix gin. I was like, ugh. Ugh, no, good. yeah, not no, great. no. That's You have to mix something with that. But this is something that I feel like you could drink if you didn't have anything but like that and tonic water. Like, you could drink it and it wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing ever. Speaking of, um, for all you people at home, little bonus bit of tidbit. I heard about an interesting gin and tonic where you get a London dry gin and then um, you get the tonic, obviously, you get the lime, and then you put a little bit of pepper on top, which is super weird, but apparently get it tastes spice. good. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and you uh, slap a sprig of rosemary and, and put it in there, too. You gotta activate it. Activate Who's that your rosemary. Daddy? Who's your daddy? Uh, Carl. <laughs> Who the hell's Carl? <laughs> all right, well, guys, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope that you maybe try this gin out, Tennessee Dry and Gin. Let us know what you think about it. Let us know what you think about Skyrim. Tell us your favorite memories. Yes, tell you us can about email the first time us. you played it. Yeah, email us at uh, thehappyhourpower at gmail dot com. 
We also yeah. got our TikTok rolling. We've been starting oh, to post some we more videos. Oh, video yesterday. It was so, so funny. So, yeah, go give it a check. I think it's also at the Happy Hour Power. Or it may just be Happy Hour Power. But, you know, you'll see it. You'll figure it out. You'll see us. All right, we love you. Have a great life. <laughs>